This is London. A little before six o'clock this morning, Londoners came out of their shelters. The alarm had lasted all night. The sky was clouding over after a clear, moonlit night. It began to rain. And many thought the mist and low-hanging clouds would silence the sirens and give London a day of rest and perhaps a little sleep. But there was an air raid alarm at 9.30, lasting less than half an hour, and another at about half past ten, which lasted roughly one hour. Visibility was bad. Peacetime transport planes wouldn't have taken off in such weather. Perhaps the Germans are trying to convince Londoners that they can hit the city in any weather and that winter will bring little relief. The official total of yesterday's air battles is now given as 185 German planes down. Five British fighters, previously reported missing, have now returned to their bases. So the RAF losses for yesterday is now put at 25 fighters. During yesterday's daylight raids, hundreds of business premises, banks, insurance offices, movies, and private dwellings were damaged. Most of the damage was done in the first attack. No details of casualties have been issued. During last night's raids, the anti-aircraft barrage reached its usual intensity. From a London rooftop, I had the impression that the German bombers were not using the regular flyway or bus route up the Thames. They seemed to be coming in from all directions. And the number of Germans engaged appeared to be somewhat larger than on previous nights. I had the impression that more delayed action bombs were dropped, but one can't be sure about that sort of thing. The Air Ministry communique, dealing with last night's raids, says that a succession of small groups of bombers operated mainly against the London area and surrounding districts. But a smaller number of raids were also made against other parts of the country. In London, the attacks were spread over a wide area. Damage was done to houses, commercial premises, and other buildings. Three hospitals were damaged. Bombs also fell in many rural districts, but with little result. In the northwest and southeast of England, in South Wales, and in some other districts, including one town in the south of England, some damage was caused. One German bomber was shot down during the night. Our third alarm, since dawn this morning, ended a few minutes ago. It is believed that the first raid today was attempted by about 30 bombers escorted by 40 fighters and was directed against London. The second formation came over practically the same route, but was forced to change course by heavy anti-aircraft fire, and there was fighting out over the channel. We don't know what's happened in this latest attack, but there was very little activity over the center of London. Imperial Airways says this morning that they're not at all worried about the British flying boat Claire. They say that at the time she was reported down in the Atlantic, she had not yet taken off from Fawings, and they expect to hear of her arrival in America today. London afternoon papers emphasize Berlin comment on the surprise of the heavy fighter concentrations encountered over London yesterday, and the admission from Berlin that their bomber escorts had a hard struggle. Certainly, there were more British fighters over London yesterday than I've ever seen before. And there's good reason to believe that the RAF can put up considerably larger numbers of fighters in the air than they did yesterday. There are unofficial reports that Italian planes were seen over London during yesterday's daylight raids. Some eyewitnesses claim to have seen Italian markings on the wings. But there is no official confirmation that Italian planes have been over London. The German bombers appear to be devoting considerable time to the bombing of royalty. The Queen of the Netherlands lived for some time in a part of London which has been pretty heavily bombed. Last week, she moved to a little house on the outskirts. For two nights, bombs fell in the immediate vicinity of her new residence, and Queen Wilhelmina has now moved back to London, to a place where there is a good deep air raid shelter. There is no fresh news about the invasion, aside from the Stockholm story, that a vast military zone has been created on the southwest coast of Norway. 
German guns on the French coast began a sporadic shelling of Dover about two hours ago. As you know, we no longer have weather reports or forecasts in Britain, but one or two papers today front page yesterday's Dover weather. One paper captions its weather report as a notice to channel passengers. I return you now to CBS in New York. 